You're listening to an episode of the Break the Cycle podcast on the SVTV network. Hi guys, this is episode 3 of the Break the Cycle podcast. I've I took some of your feedback. I've decided to make the podcast a little shorter and I've tried to make it a little more actionable uh with the insights. It's still going to keep the personal conversations, but we're going to try and give you certain takeaways that you can use to finally break whatever cycle it is that you're trying to break. My guest today is Rajneesh Ravindran. He's uh, a martial artist, a former amateur fighter and professional prospect. He's also a triathlete and he's helped me figure a lot of things out with respect to my mindset, uh my he's helped me up my game with respect to my own training uh in martial arts. Uh today we're going to talk about breaking the cycle of mediocrity. I do hope that you enjoy the episode. And as always, your feedback is something that I really 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 look forward to and I take it very seriously. So do let me know how you think what you think about the episode if there's anything you want us to change. Uh we're doing this as we go along. Yeah? I hope you enjoy. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle. Um I have a very special guest with me today. Uh this is Rajneesh Ravindran. He is my boxing coach, uh the man who uh apart from my teacher who I shall bring on the podcast shortly, uh is the other person who kicks my ass on a regular basis. I punch. Um and that <laughs> uh you notice a little bit of a change in the format. Uh we're going to try and keep this very pointed. Uh so I hope you enjoy. What's up coach? All good. All good? Yeah. All right, we're going to start right off the bat. I would like you to introduce yourself to the audience. Uh could you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh your background? Um right. Uh, <laughs> my name is Rajneesh and I've been uh, practicing various martial arts for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. I started with taekwondo. I took some classes in school. and i fell in love with it and i moved on to boxing and in the same facility we had judo taekwondo and then as i grew older i wanted to become a professional fighter so i started doing jiu jitsu wrestling muay thai um unfortunately there was a, a lack of opportunities in delhi or in india when i was at my peak so i and i suffered a few injuries also so i had to uh, let that dream go and pursue the second best option which is uh, training and initially it was part time training i was a full time travel agent and i would coach people in my free time and then over time it was uh, it had a detrimental effect on my health because i wasn't getting enough rest mm-hmm. so i had to leave one thing and do the other one full time so i left my job and i started working uh, full time as a coach and it, it took a while but it uh, it picked up over the years right i want to deep dive into uh, the bit that you mentioned you wanted to be a professional fighter yeah uh what brought that on like what made you want to compete uh i honestly believed i was very good mm-hmm. when i was like 15 16 i i i, be- I, I in my head i was an olympian i was in, i i knew that i was going to win the olympic gold medal so that's the thought process you have when you're young and you're 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 performing at a high level and you have all these people and i believe that i could be that person but then uh, talent alone or skill alone is not the judge 
or uh, it's not uh, only the talent that takes you places you need to have the right support system mm-hmm. uh the the reason why i didn't uh, i didn't do well is because i didn't have any support mm-hmm. uh from my family because uh, in the indian household especially in a south indian household uh, boxing or any kind of a contact sport is not something uh, it's not it's not a very lucrative uh, career option mm-hmm. so the parents don't really support it for yeah. and i mean i don't blame them because it's a it's a uh, it's a contact sport you get you come back home with a bloody nose or a concussion uh it's difficult to see your uh, your child uh, in pain all the time mm-hmm. but then it's a small price to pay mm-hmm. this re- this sport requires that sacrifice and uh, i don't think the indian parents are ready for it mm-hmm. we are we are too soft uh, i i feel that uh, the the attitude towards martial arts it needs to change mm-hmm. for us to do well but uh, yeah so these uh, i mean the, the, at that time i thought i was going to be a world champion an uh, olympian mm-hmm. and when that didn't come uh, that didn't happen i didn't get selected for my trials mm-hmm. so every setback changes your goal right it changes you're like okay i didn't i didn't make it to the trials i didn't go to the nationals what do i do now mm-hmm. what's the next best thing do i try again yeah well i did try again didn't go uh, through again but what's the next option mm-hmm. so you get you you think about professional fighting mm-hmm. where you don't have so many fights for a medal so such a you know comprehensive screening process mm-hmm. so in pro fighting you can just put on a good show and then you can you know you can make a name for yourself right so that was the plan there was no pro boxing in india at that time mm-hmm. uh there was this uh, small mma league mm-hmm. and i knew a few fighters who were training in a nearby akhada so i went there mm-hmm. i started training with them i thought it would improve my or increase my chances of uh, you know fighting in that uh, organization mm-hmm. but for some reason they just stopped their operations <laughs> and uh, during my training phase i i was doing a lot mm-hmm. i was doing a lot and i was abusing my body what do you mean by a lot like, i was i was getting 4 hours of sleep Ooh. i was getting two meals a day i couldn't afford supplements so i was not really you know maintaining my calorie intake or uh-huh. my protein intake yeah. i was damaging my body it was all i was like the more i do it the better i will get the faster mm-hmm. i will become the mm-hmm. so it's it's uh, it was a constant uh, quest for becoming sitius altius fortius but uh, i i wasn't i wasn't paying attention to the signs that my body was giving me mm-hmm. uh, you're going to have to explain sitius fortius altius uh, yeah so it's the motto for the olympics sitius means swifter altius means higher and fortius means uh, stronger uh-huh. so that's my goal for life like i want to be better 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 like i, I want to push it as far as i can go mm-hmm. but in this process um uh, I was naive. I didn't pay attention to my uh body breaking down. Uh I was working too much, mm-hmm. not enough rest, not enough nutrition, and then I suffered a few seizures. Seizures. Yeah. So those for those who don't know what it is, uh, a seizure is a reboot of your brain. Your brain shuts down temporarily and then it comes back up. You have no memory of what happened. and uh, how did that happen a lot of contributing factors no sleep no nutrition head trauma 
main uh-huh. reason uh, every time you get a concussion yeah and this is for an, any fighter who's listening to this every time you get a concussion you have to take it seriously don't spar every day and do not spar without headgear it's not an ego thing it's 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 going to help you in the long run mm-hmm. your brain doesn't have muscles to protect it the brain is a very delicate organ if you suffer a concussion you're losing neurons nerve cells are damaged permanently mm-hmm. they will not heal they will not heal so you have to prevent that at any cost so that's you i suffered a seizure that was the end of my you know professional career pursuit i was like i the, the doctor said if you get hit again you will suffer again it's a it might lead to a stroke also so that's that that was the end for end for it and then i just devoted my uh, my time and energy into coaching full time and here i am right now i want uh, i've spent some time training with you hmm but one thing i have noticed about you specifically mm-hmm. is that that competitive mindset hasn't gone like i've met a couple of coaches mm-hmm. uh, i've had the fortune of meeting such coach- coaches mm-hmm. who have that competitive mindset still mm-hmm. but there are quite a few who kind of lose that bit and it's not about coaches per se it's about mm-hmm. anyone who has built that sort of the unbreakable mindset as we yeah. uh, we call it yeah. so um how do you manage to kind of stick with it and develop that even after the uh, the loss of the professional journey yeah so that that animal is still there somewhere sleeping inside me mm-hmm. he, he that guy is not satisfied so that that dog that wild dog is still there and you you need that dog mm-hmm. to be able to fight it's the hurt business uh, it's not for the soft uh it's it's for tough people and it's it stays with you so that mm-hmm. dream is unfulfilled but that animal is still there somewhere lurking inside my brain i'm not, i'm like i have to stop it because i don't want to uh <laughs> you know i don't want to scare people with the consequences but i don't want to be wheelchair bound and uh eating through a straw but uh, that's what can happen if you don't take brain injury seriously mm mm-hmm. so the competitiveness is there because that athlete is still there right. i train i coach with that mindset only i don't uh you know uh, everything that i teach has has some foundation has some application in the ring also mm-hmm. uh i don't you know my 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 subject matter is not hypothetical it's tried and tested and used techniques that i have seen somebody else apply or i have applied myself mm-hmm. so th- th- i mean it's still there somewhere i would like to compete someday mm-hmm. if i can without uh, <laughs> killing myself in the process <laughs> but uh, it's i mean there's too much at stake now mm-hmm. uh, parents um, i have a girlfriend now you know it mm-hmm. i plan to marry her so i i, I can't put these people through all that pain mm-hmm. if something happens to me which is a very um, i mean it's possible mm-hmm. okay no matter how good you are you will take some blows and those blows can be the deciding factor right it's not getting you know 
pummeled that can cause brain damage it, even that the, the tiny jab or a small kick or anything anything can can lead to uh, yeah, a yeah that punch you don't see it's the punch you don't see it's not <laughs> the hardest punch but it's i mean it's an occupational hazard you have to accept it right and uh, if you're once you get a seizure you have you're at a higher risk of getting another one mm-hmm. and i'm not in medication right now i was on preventive medication but touch what i'm not on any medication i have an sos spray mm-hmm. uh if i if i experience an onset i can use it mm-hmm. it'll stop it um but i haven't used it in the last 3 years it, nothing has happened so far and i've been running i've been training i've been doing all kinds of stuff nothing has happened so far so uh, fighting i mean i i'll take i mean i need to <laughs> i need to uh, let it go mm-hmm. and uh, maybe live through one of my students you I, mm-hmm. that's why i keep saying fight 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 you got mm-hmm. if you want to do it yeah. if you want to do it i'll it's not you who's fighting it's me mm-hmm. so i when you fight i see myself yeah. and uh, so that's how i train you mm-hmm. that's the competitive mindset like i don't train people i fight with them mm-hmm. when i'm holding mitts for you or when i'm training with you and i'm coaching you i'm fighting with you mm-hmm. and y- you can see that because i mean you kicked me in the mouth right and i did not kick you yeah, yeah you, 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 you had that exactly and <laughs> that happens with everybody they punch me in the face uh-huh. they punch me in the stomach mm-hmm. it happens with everybody but i don't ex- i don't feel the pain right because i'm in in a zone where i'm competing or when i'm fighting with them not mm-hmm. to dominate them but to uplift them yeah so that is i think that that's how i teach that's how i you know express myself as a coach mm-hmm. i'm not competitive mm-hmm. but i want to compete with you mm-hmm. because that will help you right uh i'm The, the when you when you're coaching your ego has to take a back 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 seat and uh, you can't uh, you can't suppress your student or your client because mm-hmm. you want them to improve right so you i don't go all out with anyone uh-huh. unless i know that that person can take it right uh if i go all out that means i have full faith in your skill that you'll be able to handle it mm-hmm. and if you can that's the best thing that can happen to me mm-hmm. because i've created somebody i've created a fighter right that can take the worst that i have to give mm-hmm. so that's the ultimate goal right this brings me to the other bit that you've gotten into right now so mm-hmm. apart from coaching mm-hmm. you also took this inkling towards well it started with running mm-hmm. and you went on to swimming mm-hmm. and suddenly cycling and the yeah. next thing i know you decided to compete in a triathlon yeah where that come from so uh, last year in december i had a severe shoulder injury mm-hmm. uh well it was um, uh, i was like very close to getting a surgery done but a surgery would have meant a, a year off right. uh, with rehab and recovery and everything so uh-huh. they put me on a sling and they did something to my shoulder not a not a surgery but an injection into the joint and uh in the recovery phase i gained a lot of weight uh-huh. and when i wanted to get rid of that weight i thought about the various activities i could do mm-hmm. to uh, reduce uh, the the bulk mm-hmm. and running was the easiest thing right. uh, it was not um, uh, doing anything negative to my shoulder so it was primarily low body so i started running 5k 3k 5k 10k easy mm-hmm. and 
and then Instagram knew that I was running, so they showed me a post with Milan Soman completing the Iron Man at the age of fifty. <laughs> so I have to thank Instagram for that <laughs> because they sh- I didn't know that Milan Soman competed in the Iron Man and he finished it at the age of fifty, and that was like. That was the moment for me. I, I, uh, a, a switch went on, and I like I have to do this. I have to do this, and I I don't know how to swim, so I learned uh, swimming this year, like uh-huh. in 2019. I, I I learned swimming, and then I competed in these races. That's a that's a good goal to have. Right. I mean, if I, I've always wondered if I would be able to punch when I'm 40 or 45. Uh, with this, you know, level of uh, command or speed or power, but these things—swimming, running, cycling—when uh, I saw that article, I was like, "I can do this till I'm 50." Uh-huh. That's amazing. I I should do this, and uh, because boxing had to take a backseat because of my shoulder, mm-hmm. uh, the amount of damage this my i broke my collarbone twice and then the shoulder is not the same since then mm-hmm. so it has to uh, i had to reduce the, uh, the the boxing training quite a bit mm-hmm. and the next best option was this ironman and uh, n- you know with me whenever i um, pick up a task i i go all out mm-hmm. i don't do it half heartedly so i i got a coach i i planned a few races 2019 did well mm-hmm. and uh, the goal for 2020 is the go ironman and maybe another triathlon mm-hmm. but eventually the full triathlon the the, the full olympic length triathlon is the goal mm-hmm. then we'll we'll see what what's next so this is a this is not a this is not a phase uh-huh. this is this is this has become an obsession uh-huh. uh, every time i run i want to run faster every time i uh, ride my bike i want to generate more power more watts uh-huh. uh because that's cities altius fortius that's what it is that's how i live my life i had a feeling you were going to say that yeah so I, I when i do my weight training also i don't want to lift basic weights i mm-hmm. want to lift uh, respectable weights i mm-hmm. want to lift more than my body weight it's just it's, it's just a, a state of mind that you mm-hmm. want to challenge yourself mm-hmm. you you should not be okay with uh, mediocrity you uh-huh. should be you know you, you i mean whatever i'm doing is is below average for some it might be above average for some mm-hmm. it might be amazing for some mm-hmm. but in the end it's me right i have to challenge myself it has to be challenging for me otherwise it's not worth my time right so that's how i train every day that's how i plan to train for the rest of my life also hopefully mm-hmm. if things go according to plan <laughs> yeah I want you to touch upon that mindset, uh, the mindset that you still have of hmm. you know going further and further and further. Yes. Because a lot of us, I mean, I know that you mentioned that you need to be aware of mediocrity, mm-hmm. but a lot of people kind of um, tend to believe or are told or whatever uh, situation they encounter that they can't go beyond a point or they can't do something or they are gonna get hurt. Hmm. How does one overcome that sort of that mental barrier of maybe I can't do this or maybe this is um, you know maybe I'm not good enough to do this? See, uh, or rather, let me rephrase that: hmm. If you were to have, because you are a coach, mm-hmm. right? If you were to have a student mm-hmm. who 
wants to do wants to compete in a triathlon or wants mm. to go for a fight mm-hmm. do something like that but mm-hmm. has no uh but has that doubt mm-hmm. how what are the steps you would probably take that person through i'll first build the skill mm-hmm. doubts come when there is n- lack of preparation right that's what i feel uh-huh. think of it as an uh, a math test if you have not studied or if you're not prepared well you'll be you'll have doubts whether i clear it or not right any test uh-huh. so if you study well you'll be confident right. you would still not know the outcome mm-hmm. uh because you don't know the the the, the questions that will be there in the exam but you will be confident that i'm ready i'm prepared right. so i'll prepare that person first mm-hmm. then i'll put him in the test mm-hmm. him or her mm-hmm. under pressure your ability to perform decides where you go with your right. skill mm-hmm. so if you perform well under pressure uh, the sky is the limit for you mm-hmm. but if you crumble under pressure you need more preparation mm-hmm. right and more preparation means more time more dedication you have to be committed towards progressing right if you can do that you won't have any doubts i don't think you'll have any doubts mm-hmm. if you're prepared if you give it time you you you'll be prepared mm-hmm. it's it's no rocket science yaar if you if you give it time if you're prepared you'll be confident right doubts come when you uh, when you do things half heartedly when you mm-hmm. don't give it time when you're not committed when you're when you're cheating mm-hmm. you're not cheating anyone else you're cheating yourself right that's how the doubts come in mm-hmm. Now I keep telling you no matter who you fight just be a handful. Right. That's the kind of confidence that I want. Mhm. That I, that's the kind of confidence that I give everyone I coach the especially the professional guys that no matter who you fight some day it might not be your day one you might lose a fight you might win some mm-hmm. you might get knocked out but no matter who you fight just give them hell. Mhm. They should know your name. Right. They should know who you who they fought. So just give it your all. Mm-hmm. Give it your everything. Just give them a fight they'll never forget. And this holds true for for like your, yourself as well, right? Exactly. Not just sport, like even everything. even if you're at work or you're learning something new. Exactly. I I yeah, everything. Give it everything. Otherwise what's the point? Mm-hmm. What's the point of doing things? We have limited time. Mm-hmm. Everybody has limited time on this on this rock floating around in the space. And w- what we do with it you know you have to give give something out some some positive energy out in the universe right that's what i feel uh uh prize fighting is not a civil uh, profession it's mm-hmm. it's 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 frowned upon in different cultures but it's i mean those guys understand the risks involved right. if i didn't have brain damage i would do it yeah i would not change anything if i had better equipment better support system when i was young when i was suffering these injuries I would have been at another level. I don't mm-hmm. regret anything. Mm-hmm. It has m- turned me into a very uh, good coach, mm-hmm. which is the next best thing. I, yeah. I I mean I'm still associated with my profession. Mm-hmm. My my passion for boxing is still the same. Right. Uh but uh, I would not change anything uh, uh, you know apart from the recklessness. Uh-huh. I would not change anything. The the, the struggles that I've gone through. Mm-hmm. it they change you they create who you are they they create the blueprint of how you uh, conduct yourself as an adult right which is very important mm-hmm. so uh, so i'm just going to recap mm-hmm. you're saying that whatever it may be mm-hmm. not just related to fighting mm-hmm. so first step acquire the skill of course or find i mean educate yourself educate yourself yeah and then apply it exactly and test and review test it yeah and see how you perform and uh so simple example if you were to do 
let's say 10 push-ups mm-hmm. for somebody who's unfit it would be a challenge right but once you achieve 10 mm-hmm. what do you look at do you still look at 10 or do you look at a guy who's doing 50 mm. if you still look at 10 that's not the right mindset right. you need to grow mm-hmm. the human body adapts very quickly the right. mind also mm-hmm. the more you challenge it the the faster you learn right. the, fo- the better you become over time mm-hmm. so over time is 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 the the crucial word here because you have to give every skill time right the more time you give it the better you'll get people expect too much too soon mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that right you have to develop instinct especially in fighting mm-hmm. uh you have to cut the time that requires that's required between the, the the eyes the vision to go into the brain and process and firing your muscles you have to cut that time down so that you can react in time and defend yourself in attack mm-hmm. so it takes time everything takes time and you need to be committed towards a goal right have realistic expectations have a proper plan to achieve those expectations mm-hmm. and keep pushing yourself uh, that's the only thing that i can tell anyone right. don't don't look at anyone else just mm-hmm. just yourself like i can do better i can do better even if you can't mm-hmm. even if you've plateaued just put in put in the time maybe you'll learn learn something else right Uh I'm not a great swimmer. Mm-hmm. I'm not a great cyclist, mm-hmm. but I keep pushing myself. Whatever right. my coach gives me, I keep pushing myself. My numbers are not phenomenal, but they are they're improving. Right. They are improving. My my running pace is not amazing, not world record breaking, but it's improving. For me that is more than enough. Right. For me breaking my own uh, uh barriers is is good enough. Right. because i'm not competing against anyone mm-hmm. i'm just trying to see how far i can go with this right how well i can do this mm-hmm. so that's the objective right that's all you to deal with a setback as well right because yeah. what ends up happening is even though you are highly motivated mm-hmm. and you are kind of you are going with the all right i am going to move beyond this barrier and this barrier and this barrier mm-hmm. um you see the momentum mm-hmm. and you move forward and mm-hmm. you stack up the wins mm-hmm. but what uh what happens when you hit that barrier which is a little too hard for that level you suffer a loss mm-hmm. or you know, you plan something and that failed and that's the best thing that's the best thing because you learn more from a loss than from a victory mm-hmm. uh if you if you if you lose at your peak at your best if somebody tags you and if you lose or if you lose when you're uh, when you if somebody scores better than you in a test when you have completely you know you prepared well mm-hmm. that means there is scope of improvement right that means you need to evaluate how you performed and how you got uh, outclassed or uh, outpointed and y- there is that's the best thing to do mm-hmm. uh if you lose a fight if you uh, at the peak of your preparation with a proper camp and everything if you lose about uh there are two ways to approach it approach mm-hmm. the loss one 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 is the the demotivated side how can i lose that mm-hmm. ego thing yeah that's what happened with me when i first lost my fight mm-hmm. against a guy who was smaller than me i i i never forget that guy i have nothing but respect for that person mm-hmm. he was shorter than me and i completely ignored him Right. I completely uh, I I looked over him. I was like this this is an easy one. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. He prepared he came prepared to fight and mm-hmm. that's what it was. And uh, he taught me a very beautiful punch also that I still use. And 
so initially i was young i f- i experienced a loss and i i i was i couldn't sleep i mm. was like how can i lose i want i i thought i was unbeatable right. that's not the case everybody is beatable mm-hmm. it it depends uh, how uh, anything any the best fighter on the planet will be beaten by some guy right. at some time uh, even in training or in sparring they get tagged they get knocked out mm-hmm. it's just uh, you you just have to be ready for everything right and you have to take the loss for what it is it's a lesson it's not a loss they have not taken anything from you right they have just given you a lesson mm-hmm. right if you are arrogant about it that uh, no no this was if you try to give excuses and you're like i was not ready or i had suffered an injury or anything it's you you you're cheating yourself right take it for what it is it's a lesson mm-hmm. and work on your uh, work on your flaws work on your game mm-hmm. refine it mm-hmm. If you experience 10 losses in a row there are 10 different things that they might have exploited if they're exploiting the same weakness that means you have not improved mm-hmm. you have not changed you have not evolved if they are exploiting 10 different things there are 10 less areas of improvement for you right over time the more losses you have the less areas of improvement you have right mm-hmm. and towards the end in the end you become unbeatable right in time mm-hmm. right if if time is with you you will become unbeatable you will not have any holes in your game mm-hmm. so that's what happens in training also you, you you try to exploit the weaknesses so that you when you're sparring you try to exploit the weak weak spots weak parts and so that those don't show up when you fight mm-hmm. that's the goal right hmm. wow yeah that's that's some really stackable actionable info coach yeah it should i mean it should <laughs> help somebody yeah it's this so much i see these kids in the stadium i went to bhivani also this is just grinding themselves to uh-huh. a pulp and there is no shortage of effort there is no shortage of the drive mm-hmm. there are thousands of kids who work their asses off every single day right with one dream to become mm-hmm. an olympian but they don't have the support system it's not just talent it's not just the drive it's there's a lot of other things also uh the the <laughs> it's it's sad but it's it's the bitter truth mm-hmm. um talent alone won't get you places and talent is i think it's a myth it's not mm-hmm. it's just nonsense uh, i i mean y- I had asthma as a kid. You have you suffer from yeah. asthma right now. Yeah. And people for somebody to say that oh he's talented that's why he's doing it. It's just nonsense. This is ex- it's an excuse. Right. We are all born with the same hardware. It's the software you program over the years. Mm-hmm. People if somebody writes somebody off oh just oh he's talented he can do it. It's nonsense. It's mm-hmm. bullshit. You have the same limbs, you have the same lungs, you have the mm-hmm. same internal organs. It's the brain, it's your thought process, it's the software that needs to be programmed. Mm-hmm. My software is different from yours. Right. Hardware is the same. Mm-hmm. I've trained the hardware, I've improved the hardware yeah. over time, I've uh, upgraded it over time. I've suffered damage also, but the software keeps getting better and better with every update. Right. And a loss is an update for me. Uh-huh. I need to change things. A bad race or a bad workout is an update for me. I need to improve <clears throat> my nutrition, my sleep, whatever. So that's what i think about talent it's a, it's a it's a myth it's a it's a it's an excuse so how did these guys break out of that excuse then like for someone who's really just starting out mm-hmm. and who believes that they're not talented enough mm-hmm. 
Oh, forget that. They're not talented. Mm. They don't have. How, how do you how, how do you know you're not talented? It's an assumption. But how? Without giving yourself the knowledge mm-hmm. or the time to acquire skills, uh-huh. how do you know that you're not talented? Right. Right. So yeah. that period, that incubation period where you're acquiring skills and absorbing information, uh-huh. that is important. Right. Right. Uh, I can tell you that practice two techniques for three months uh-huh. or I can involve you mm-hmm. in techniques and you will learn them subconsciously. Right. There are two ways to coach. Right. So if I tell you something, you'll forget. If right. I teach you something, you might remember. But if I involve you, you'll understand. Right. That's my philosophy about coaching. So mm-hmm. I try to involve the other person. I tell you not to think. Uh, I'm sorry I'm going too much about myself because yeah. I can only share what I have done of in course. my life. I'm, this is not coming from a book. This is from my life. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I tell you not to think. And that improves your performance to some extent. Right. You're not thinking. You're not hesitating. Mm-hmm. You're, you're trying to act. Right. You're trying to react also. So th- that's uh, that is the best way to approach any any challenge. You just put yourself uh, into the system, absorb whatever you can, give it time. Talent is, uh, I mean, yeah. You look at these fighters. Look at Michael Bisping. Yeah, he's not talented. He's just <laughs> a tough geezer. Yeah, he's just he's just a tough guy who just Cain Velasquez. No talent there. Uh-huh. Wrestling pedigree, yes, but. Where is the talent? He's he's a short heavyweight. Right. Tyson just brutal domination uh-huh. against mediocre opposition. He he lost. Uh-huh. Buster Douglas, Holyfield, he lost. Anyone who knew how to box, he lost. But again, it's it's not. I mean, you have to uh, you have to exploit uh, yourself. Right. Uh, to figure out what talent you have everybody is talented in a different way uh-huh. M- some people are mentally uh, superior some people are physically superior some people have faster you know he- head movement or uh, fa- uh, fast hands or fast legs everybody has something but right. you have to refine it mm-hmm. those who don't have anything you can create a game that helps you right right you can nullify the other person's game by uh, applying different strategies it's possible we have seen it in the past mm-hmm. we have seen it in, seen it in these big fights mm-hmm. you don't have to engage all the time you don't have to be the fastest strongest uh, hardest hitting guy you you just have to be a smart fighter right you just need to use whatever you have mm-hmm. in a smarter way the art of war says the, you use you apply you whatever you have you apply it in a smart way right uh, and you create an illusion of invincibility uh-huh. that's what uh, makes a complete fighter. Mm-hmm. So that's the th- again t- for you to uh, for anyone to say that I'm not talented. Uh, it's an easy way out. It's an excuse. I think it's an excuse. Yeah, they're not committed enough to put in the effort or the time to see the results, mm-hmm. to see whether they are they have the uh, attributes required for the game or not. Right. Uh, you have to give it time and see how you evolve. Mm-hmm. Right. And that time. It's different for different body types. Right. For you, it might be six months. For me, it might be one year. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm so for somebody who's like 15, 16, it might be two months. Mm-hmm. It, it depends. But you have to give it time to f- for for your body to absorb all the information and then give out uh, and express itself. Right. When you're in that situation, so that's why martial arts. It, it's they call it an art. 
because you express you take all those techniques you absorb them you understand them and then you express yourself mm-hmm. with your art right <laughs> that's yeah. it <laughs> you can keep going on on this subject it's a vast uh, right coach that brings me to my second last question mm. um it's a two parter yeah so very quickly mm. um cuz i want to give these guys resources mm-hmm. on how to build the how to get started with mm. maybe building their mindset mm-hmm. and how to get started with also priming their hardware mm-hmm. because you spoke about hardware and software yeah any book any recommendations any anything that they can find to start preparing their hardware and software right so not necessarily for a fight but anything anything yeah, yeah. so uh uh software i i i would say you can read uh the book of five rings uh it's by miyamoto musashi it's strategy right. it's the power of the mind it's uh then you can read uh, the art of war by sanzu mm-hmm. um that's for the software hardware just start yeah just look at there is so much inspiration around uh david goggins that guy i mean he was a fat unhealthy unfit individual now he's running he's an inspiration for everybody right. look look around you there are so many people there is uh, there are all kinds of there's one uh, uh, there is <laughs> everywhere in every field you'll have these exceptional individuals who are outperforming everybody with with their challenges mm-hmm. uh, and uh, th- that's how you program you have to i mean just not just don't be satisfied with mediocrity Right. break that cycle of mediocrity that's what i would say mm-hmm. uh the day you are not satisfied with yourself uh-huh. not because you are comparing yourself to somebody else the day that you're not satisfied with your uh level of fitness or uh, your 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 financial status or mm-hmm. your academic status the day you think that this is not enough i need to get better that's when you will put in the effort Right. and it's not it's not a temporary thing it has to be a permanent uh, a goal that i have to get better mm-hmm. because it's not going to happen over time it's not going to happen over time it'll take 6 months 1 year 2 years 3 years 4 years it doesn't matter mm-hmm. as long as you have a target or a goal uh, you will find a way to work towards it if you are okay with what you're doing uh which is what we are uh, you know pushed to believe that it's fine not to be you know fit it's fine it's okay we, we have we call these people haters mm-hmm. it's a, they 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 don't look at themselves and they're like why are you sh- posting these videos what are you trying to show i'm not trying to show off i'm not a fighter i'm mm-hmm. just trying to showcase what this beautiful art does mm-hmm. uh i'm trying to express myself with boxing mm-hmm. with kickboxing i'm not trying to show off Uh-huh. Uh I look the way I look because I eat right and I exercise. Right. Uh I'm not uh, a bodybuilder. I'm I'm an athlete. I I look like an athlete. So it's not showing off. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to I'm just putting stuff out there for people to, you know, uh to understand like okay, maybe we can do it like this. Mm-hmm. There are different ways to express yourself. It's an it's it's a, it's an expression only. Right. So, yeah, that's <laughs> Right, coach. Last question. Yes. Where can these people reach out to? I'm available at uh, at Boxyopath on Instagram mm-hmm. and 
if anyone wants to get in touch with me uh, personally I, you can email me at coachrajneesh@gmail.com uh, or they can get in touch with you we uh-huh. see each other right. every week so yeah that's about it and uh, i'm i'm not i'm i'm easily approachable i might n- not look approachable but uh, if you ask me a question i'll answer you wear a panda cap i you're do. pretty approachable yes i wear a panda cap <laughs> 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 it's warm really it's warm yeah you wear warm. a panda cap and you go smash it's uh, yeah because khabib has a bear hat no so I okay <laughs> right <laughs> that's <the> <laughs> <laughs> फिटनेस गोल इफ यू वॉन्ट If you have any feedback, uh, we we in fact really want to hear from you. You can reach out to me on my email, which is adharmalotra@gmail.com. You can even message me on Instagram at adharmalotra. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Thanks a ton for joining. We'll see you next time. listening to an episode of the break the cycle podcast on the svtv network